0: Welcome to the Christian Business Concepts with your host, Harold Milby. Christian Business Concepts is dedicated to guiding companies and business owners in becoming effective, efficient, and successful through God's Word and godly principles. Now, here's your host, Harold Milby. Hey there, and welcome back to another podcast of Christian Business Concepts, where we really hope that we can encourage you and um, enlighten you and empower you. And so we hope to do that today. And, and this is a, uh, a part two podcast that we started in our, our last week's podcast regarding motivation and inspiration. Are you having to choose either one or the other, or should it be both? And uh, as we discussed in la- in the last podcast, I believe it is it should be both. So thanks for tuning in today. I greatly appreciate it and so thankful uh, that you've choose to allow allow me to come into your life today. So last week we talked about motivation. We talked about the different types of motivation and what motivation is. And today I want to talk about inspiration. So the word inspired comes from a Latin word, inspirer. And it means to breathe into, or upon, and actually includes the act of like breathing in. It's like inhaling, right? The uh, Oxford English Dictionary defines inspiration as a breathing in or infusion of some idea or purpose into the mind, the suggestion, awakening, or creation of some feeling or impulse in others. So that's what we're talking about inspiration it it it's more than motivation because you can be motivated for a period of time and then after a while you have to be re-motivated you guys have probably seen this in your businesses at times where you think hey this person's really motivated they're doing great and then 2 weeks later you know they're not motivated they're not doing well but there's a difference between being inspired and being motivated. I believe that inspiration lasts, uh, whereas motivation is something that can be more temporary. You know, a lot of you know and heard of uh, have heard of John Walsh. Uh, he was the one that was inspired to create that television series that went on for so long called America's Most Wanted, and he created it after his son was kidnapped and murdered. Uh, so he was very inspired to do that, and even when the 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 uh, the program they were going to cancel the program, he was still so very inspired by what had happened to his son. He fought, he found new monies, he found new producers to keep the show going uh, you know uh, Honda who was inspired uh, to to start the Honda automotive company he he was inspired to start Honda. After he was told that he he was not a good fit and turned and he was turned down for a job at Toyota that he wanted, and so he was very inspired by that. It was something that got, <coughs> excuse me, it got into his into his innermost being. Right, um, Bill Clinton was inspired by a teacher and a band director. Um, you know, really, when you think about it, from Thomas Edison to Bill Gates, I mean. All the great leaders had had some source of inspiration, whether it was an accident, whether it was just a freak encounter, whether it was a parent, uh, whether it was a book, uh, whether it was a special object. For me, I, I read a book when I was 17, when I got involved with Amway, and uh, it, it was it was just it it was a book about Think and Grow Rich, and that, that book really inspired me. It really, really inspired me, and and there are people along my life that have inspired me as well, but inspiration, uh, unlike motivation, it helps people to desire to be better than they are today. In other words, it creates a hunger, a desire within them to be better than what they are today, to create a better life, to create a better world. Um, motivation, as I said, it can be temporary, it can be selective. But inspiration is life-changing. It's permanent. Inspiration comes from a type of uh, uh, an epiphany, if we can say it that way. It comes from like an epiphany, having an epiphany that creates this internal driving force that you can't get rid of, a force that, that can't be shaken. You know, when Jeremiah, the prophet, uh, you know, he they, they had told him, and he, he was kind of struggling, having a hard time, but but he made this statement. He said, "I it's like a fire shut up in my bones that I that I have to get this message out. I have to speak forth as a prophet for the children of Israel." He said it was like a fire shut up burning in his bones. So that's that's inspiration. That's what inspiration does. It's it's a thought, it's an image. It maybe it's a memory that's just engraved in your heart. It's engraved in your mind, engraved in your soul inspiration is extremely important for success it helps people to stay focused it helps them to stay engaged now Jesus was great at inspiration you know Jesus inspired people by by showing them that they could be bigger than themselves He showed them that you that, that they could be something different that they could be better. That they could be uh, more successful. Uh, Jesus was really good at inspiration. You know, he Jesus inspired people by creating experiences. You know, he he had the the 12 disciples, but then he had these 70. And the Bible talks about in, two, in, in, the, in, the, uh, in the Gospels. It talks about how that he sends out those 70, he sends them out in, in twos, in pairs. And they come back, and he said, did you like anything? And they said, man, we didn't like we didn't lack anything. We didn't like a thing. It was amazing. He created an experience to inspire them to recognize that their needs are going to be met by the mighty God. And if you look at the disciples when they fed the 5,000, he had them do that. He said, you have them sit down. What do you have? Well, all we have is a, is a couple of fish and some loaves of bread. That's all we have. But, you know, Jesus, there's, there's 10,000 people here. There were five thousand men, at least ten thousand people, between kids and and uh, uh, and their wives, and some people, uh, you know, say it's even more than that. But that's all they had to feed them. But he gave them an experience, and a lot of times, you know, when you give somebody a, an experience, it inspires them. That experience inspires them. Jesus uh, inspired people by showing much he about uh, showing how much he cared. Uh, jesus was very compassionate uh jesus was more of a servant uh he he practiced uh servant leadership uh, but but jesus showed that he cared about people you know even when he was on the cross being crucified he said father forgive them for they know not what they do he still had compassion upon the people that were railing against him and 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 that were crucifying him he was showing the people how much he cared about them. You know, uh, Jesus also uh, inspired people by by lifting others up. You know, again, I've already used that example: the woman at the well. He lifted her up. She was caught in caught in adultery. What about that woman? She was caught in adultery. He lifted her up. Zacchaeus was the the tax collector who climbed the tree to get a get a look at Jesus. And he told Zacchaeus, he said, come down, I'm going to come stay in your house today. Well, nobody would have thought Jesus would have hung out with a tax collector because they were known to be people that were, um, uh, you know, they take advantage of people. Uh, they were dishonest. They were kind of crooked in their, in their business dealings. And yet Jesus lifted him up to show him that you can, you can be different than this, Zacchaeus. Uh, Jesus healed people's minds. He healed their hearts. He healed their bodies. You know, he lifted them up. He took away their shame. So Jesus always tried to lift people up. You know, in in, uh, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 11, it says, Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another as also you do. The word edify comes uh, from a Greek word, akordomeo, And it just means to build up like a house, like you build a house. It means to promote growth. So in other words, lift them up. So when you see that word in the New Testament where it says edify, it just means to lift them up, build them up. So build up people. You know, Hebrews 3.13 says, But exhort one another daily while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. Again, exhort, it means to build up. So build up one another daily. So we need to do that. Uh, Jesus went on, and he he inspired people by showing unconditional love. That was the great thing when you saw Jesus's life. He didn't. He wasn't a respecter of persons. He he didn't respect one person more than another. The the wealthy he you know he had great esteem for, but then you know the poor he didn't. Uh, and, and in most cases, you even saw the reverse of that. Uh, he didn't judge others. You know, he told the, the, the woman uh, that was caught in, in adultery, he said, I'm not going to judge you. Just go and sin no more. But he didn't judge her. It was an unconditional love. An unconditional love can motivate, it's, it's such a, a strong motivating factor uh, uh, for Jesus and his ministry. You know, in Philippians chapter 2, verse 3, it says, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than themselves. That's unconditional love. That's unconditional love. And let me tell you something. The world would be a much better place if we saw unconditional love being practiced more than it is today. So in order to be inspired, though, you have to be a person that's receptive. You've got to allow yourself to be inspired. Uh, you have to be open to new ideas. If you're closed off to new ideas, you won't be inspired. You'll just think this is the way it has to be. You're not open to new ideas. You've got to want to improve. I mean, you've, you've got a desire to do that. You've got to want to improve. You've got to want to grow. Um, You know, you you as a person who's going to inspire others, you you have to see that person's specific needs. You know, inspiration can come from, a lot of different areas, a lot of different sources. There's there's internal inspiration, and there's external uh, sources for inspiration. But here are some of the most common in, in external. Uh, there's nature. Nature can be very inspirational. Uh, there was a Swiss engineer uh, who was inspired in 1941 when he, he was on a trip to the Swiss Alps, and his dog was covered in these little burrs. And uh, this engineer, he put it under a microscope, and he noticed the design and this microscopic, uh, these little hooks that would attach themselves to the fur of his dog and other materials. And in 1952, after working on this and experimenting on it, he invented Velcro. But he was, he was inspired by something that took place in nature. Uh, And you can be inspired by um, science. I mean, Jules Verne wrote the novel uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Well, Simon Lake uh, read that book um, and, and actually wrote that book. And he invented things such as ballast tanks, the periscope in the late 1800s. He later went on to invent the first working submarine. So a lot of people get inspired by science. You can be inspired by society. You know, Dr. Martin Luther King inspired a nation, uh, you know, to, to become a, a nation of race equality, and he birthed the Civil Rights Movement because he was inspired. He was inspired by our society. He was, he was inspired by the, the unfortunate uh, uh, things that took place to a complete different race of people. And he was inspired by that. And then, of course, there's internal inspiration. So, uh, you know, an example of that would be like a, a spiritual uh, inspiration, like John and Charles Wesley. You know, they inspired the Great Awakening in the mid-1700s that, that spread a revival movement through the early colonies. And it actually helped in birthing uh, our independence, And that started as a a spiritual inspiration. Uh, You can also be inspired by needs. You know, Kimmons Wilson, who's one of my favorite people, uh, who's passed on and gone on to be with the Lord. But Kimmons Wilson was inspired to start the Holiday Inn hotel chain after he saw how pitiful— uh, the conditions were in the places that, that they could you could stay at while you were on the road when he and his family were taking a trip to Washington, D.C. in 1952. And that inspired him, and he went on to create Holiday Inn and really uh, what we would call the modern-day hotel and motel systems today because he was inspired. Uh, you can be inspired internally by communication. By what somebody says, you know, uh, again, I shared with you um, Henry Ford when he inspired his engineers to develop an eight-cylinder engine after they said it was impossible, that you know, to make that out of one piece. And uh, they just told him. They, they, they sat there and they told him all the reasons why it couldn't be done, and then he just looked at them and he said, do it anyway. So, again, they were inspired because of what somebody said. Uh, you know, sometimes we're inspired by dreams, Uh, I always like this because in May of 1961, it was John F. Kennedy who stood on that podium, and he inspired a nation to believe that we could develop a space program that would land a man on the moon and bring him safely home in the next 10 years, and they did it in less than 10 years. So, you know, when you have an inspiring work environment, those types of environments will outperform those work environments that are frustrating, frustrating, they don't, they, they have a lack of committed leadership. Um, they, they don't have an ins, uh, inspirational work environment. Uh, and to create an inspiring workplace or envi- uh, environment, uh, what you have to do is you, you, you gotta let your uh, let other people see your passion for your work and your organization. Passion is extremely important to me. I think it is a powerful, powerful tool in our lives. And uh, so I, I show a lot of passion. I, I'm told that a lot. I'm told that frequently uh, by the owners of our company uh, that, 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 they, that they're inspired because of, of my passion. Well, it comes naturally, but also I realize how important it is. And so I, I want it to be seen. And so when people see your, 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 uh, your passion, it just has a huge impact on people. Another way that you can inspire people is to challenge your employees to learn a new skill or to accept some new responsibilities. Uh, Make sure you have a positive attitude. That's a huge deal. Uh, Tell stories of successes and failures. A lot of times, a story can inspire somebody. I've been inspired by many stories. You know, true stories that have happened in business, that have happened uh, in, in churches, or have happened in the Christian realm. Uh, I have been inspired by a lot of those stories. Not just the successes, but also the failures. You can be inspired by failures. That's what happened with Kimmins Wilson's. What he saw with, was a lot of failure. And he wanted to create a place where people could travel and stay that was safe and that was, you know, uh, that was clean and and that was tidy. And and he came up with that because he was inspired. And then tell stories about your successes. You've got successes and you've got failures as well. And you can tell your story. Tell your story. It becomes inspirational. Um, communicate clearly and frequently. I, I kind of like to walk around out in the factory, and just talk to people. I like to know what's going on with them, but I also like to communicate things that are going on. And uh, I try not to let the cat out of the bag, you know, uh, when we have important things. But a lot of times I'll let people know there's changes coming or, or, or you know, we're looking at some things or maybe may possibly making a change in this situation or that. So I want to communicate with people. don't you know, we don't want to hide things from our employees, we want to communicate clearly, and we want to do it on a regular basis. Uh, and then I try to be an active listener. I, I think that's important, too, if you're going to inspire people. You need to listen to people. Listen to what they have to say and and be an example. You know, You know, actions speak louder than words. You know, we used to train our children when they were growing up and told them, you know, saying and doing are two different things. You know, be the example and let your actions speak for you. Uh, Show genuine concern for your employees. Don't just make it lip service. Show that you truly care about your employees. There are times that I've had to go to corporate and fight for employees. Sometimes I've won. Sometimes I haven't won. But those employees know that I will fight for them. And uh, so I think that's important, too. Uh, Build up others around you. And sometimes the people that you're building up are not the ones that get inspired. It's the people watching you build up somebody else that inspires them. So build up other people around you. And and this is really important. Practice gratitude. Be thankful. Let people see that you're thankful. Let them, let them see by your actions and the way that you talk about your business and about the company and about your department that, that you have this gratitude about the people that you work with and what you're working on. So as we, as we look at these two things, motivation and inspiration, I believe that both of them are needed in the workplace. I, I believe that they are seldom needed in equal amounts. I, I don't think that, they, that you have to have an equal amount of motivation and inspiration. Sometimes you need all inspiration. Sometimes you need all motivation. I don't always think you need them at the same time, but you need them in the workplace. You know, uh, motivation is best used to get specific tasks or assignments completed, while inspiration is used to change the mindset of an individual or a group of individuals in order to change something, maybe, maybe some kind of a long-term thing that you're trying to change. Uh, and it has a, a lasting and, and, and effect and, and kind of a life of its own. You know, so here's here's some differences, just some little quick differences between motivation and inspiration. So motivation drives us. Inspiration draws us. Motivation pushes us, but inspiration pulls us. Motivation is like, I have to, but inspiration says, I want to. Motivation compels but inspiration captivates. Um, motivation agitates, but inspiration appeals. Uh, pr- uh, motivation pressures, and inspiration prompts. Motivation stipulates, uh, but inspiration stimulates. And motivation commands, but inspiration calls. So, as you continue to understand the differences between motivation and inspiration, I believe that you'll see that it becomes very apparent that both are needed in the workplace, and neither of them is better or more important than the other. But you've always got to understand they're not the same. Keep in mind that inspiration can come from a company's vision. It can come from your character, the company's character. Uh, It can come from the company's culture. Uh, There's a lot of companies out there, Christian companies uh, included. They need to change their culture. They'll be a lot more successful, and maybe you're one of those companies. Maybe you need to hear this. But if you have the right culture, it'll help bring success, great success to your business. It'll leave a lasting effect. Whereas motivation is more temporary in its effect. You know, once you master motivating and inspiring your employees, I think the only thing that you have left to add is just those people's sincere effort. If you are motivating and inspiring your employees or the people that work for you, then if you do those two things and then they add just a, like a, just a really sincere effort, then I believe that you'll have success. I really do. Lord, I thank you today for those who have downloaded this podcast. Lord, I ask a special anointing on them today, one that's going to cause them to absorb and live what they've heard today. Lord, I ask you to help people that uh, will begin to to motivate and inspire others around them in their business, in their families, and others, O Lord. I thank you for ministering to them, Lord. I thank you for encouraging them. I thank you for enlightening them today, Lord. I thank you for empowering them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, thanks for downloading today's podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the Christian Business Concepts podcast and even write a review. And remember, Jesus is Lord.